0: So we are pleased to welcome into the Undefined with Jocena Anderson, that being yours truly, my studio here. We've got former nfl quarterback jason campbell obviously played for washington back then it was known as the team that we're not referring to it as the bears and what have you and of course we have the hall of famer former nfl wide receiver receiver terrell owens i appreciate you and of course our washington team insider lake lewis with his polo hoodie on fresh to death with the uh, candy canes in the background stuffing (laughs) socks or whatever it is how y'all doing this evening
1: Good. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, you know, obviously there have been uh some big topics uh going on around the NFL. Um, namely having to do with a couple of black quarterbacks. And that's why, Jason, I'm really also glad that you're joining this conversation. Let's just jump right into it and talk about uh, Dwayne Haskins, who you guys know was abruptly released from the team uh, this week. And so, uh, Jason, I'll just go ahead and start with you. Since you played for the team, you're familiar with the organization. Um, You know, get into your thoughts efficiently for us, please.
2: You know, you think about the situation with Dwayne, uh, you know, first and foremost, it's just unfortunate uh, in a lot of ways, because some of this, I think, could have been prevented. Um, you know, from things I'm hearing is the, the thing that got him the most was the things away from the football facility. You know, the, you know, getting in trouble, you know, after a game or whatever. But, you know, a lot of guys do that. But when it comes to the quarterback position, we're always held to a different standard and we're always held you know, more accountable. And I think a lot of that comes with maturity. And that's why I say, I don't know who was like in his ear or in his corner, you know, trying to help mentor him and in, uh, in that way, because you, know, you always need someone, especially a young black quarterback when you're in the National Football League, someone that can kind of pull you in the right direction because you have enough pulling you in the wrong direction, but you need someone that's going to tell you the truth and not be that, that yes person all the time. And I just think the other part of it is, man, you got to study. Like you gotta put the work in and hmm. you know the things that I was hearing about, you know, him maybe not dedicating himself to us to studying or staying out to practice, you know, work ethic is either something that you have or you don't have it. And I feel like you know, at this level, you know, they got to be automatic, you know, especially as a quarterback. You got to put that time and that work in if you want to reach the benefits on the field. But also, if you want to get your teammates to buy into you, you got to show them that you're dedicated. So I, I think just a lack of maturity kind of hurt him in this situation. I think he became a huge distraction. And I think Coach Rivera was already on the fence with him. And when him releasing him like that before the season's over, it means that's a little bit bigger than what we all know.
0: Mm, so, Terrell, jump in there.
3: Man, I think I'm passing this off to the team. I mean, with a, a title like Team Insider, I think we should hear we should oh. hear from him. Well, listen, before, Lake, and absolutely, before, and he doesn't have, and plus he doesn't have much time. So I want to hear from somebody with the title of Team Insider. <laughs> I think we should, we should have heard from. T.O., go ahead, giving you love,
0: Lake. You know, and that's right. Set the table for us in terms of some of the things that you know, even in more detailed. That was obviously taxing the patience of the organization.
1: Yeah, you know, I go back to last year, his rookie year, I used to talk to him in the locker room all the time after uh, games that he wasn't even playing in. And I just kept telling him to be ready for his opportunity. And, and, you know, just, and I also reminded him to remember, you know, that you can't trust everyone in this, in this locker room. And I didn't mean his teammates. I meant some of us in the media, because as Jason and To will both tell you, you know, there's guys in there looking for stories, guys in there looking for fodder, and you know, I just kept trying to tell him to, to watch it, watch himself, you know, always be prepared and your day's coming where you'll have a chance to shut up a lot of the naysayers. And, and it just struck me that, you know, and I hate to say it, but it just struck me that he wasn't necessarily listening to it, you know, and I'm not saying he was being disrespectful to me because he wasn't, we were okay. But, but he clearly wasn't listening. And I wasn't the only person telling him this stuff. So I'm not trying to make this about me. And, Josina, you and I talked about after that Ravens game.
0: Yeah, go ahead uh, and talk about some of the was, things that you would see after games.
1: Yeah, he, he was the last person off the field outside of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's a league MVP. Lamar Jackson, you know, can do what he needs to do. But he was doing an interview. And Dwayne was trying to interrupt his interview, playing with him, you know, kneeing him in the back of his knee. To, you know, he was just goofing around. And this is after a loss. I, and 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 you could tell with Dwayne, Dwayne may have thought, well, I played better this game. You know, I did throw my first 300-yard game, most completions I've ever had in the game. He did all of those stat-wise, but they lost. And, and as Jason said, when you're the quarterback, I mean, you're held to mm-hmm. a different standard. You know, you should not be the last person off the field. Those were little things that we started to see. And, you, you know, we would go back to last year, him taking the selfie on the field. And, you know, there's been so many chances. But I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Last week after after a bad performance Mm -hmm. and and you're having, you know, strippers come over, even though it was your (laughs) girlfriend's party and it was in a hotel suite, whatever you want to call it, that's a bad look. The Mm -hmm. optic of that looked really bad for a struggling young quarterback
0: and will be a picture there forever.
1: Oh, man. I mean, listen, that was disgusting. But anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a bad look and it's not something that you necessarily can overcome when you're struggling and secondly you know i don't Mm -hmm. want to give a pass to anyone that that had poor judgment that's just something that you can't do and and ultimately it cost him his job Mm -hmm. i was surprised that he made it to this week this was his worst game and his biggest opportunity he had his worst game yet again it is just it was just time to move on
0: so, uh, T.O., let me know, do you feel like the Washington football team reacted too quickly, or are you cool with this, the timing and the way in which they um, had him depart?
3: When you're a quarterback, you're held to a different standard. Um, not only that, he's a Black quarterback playing a white-dominant dominate, dom- white dominant, um, type of position. Mm-hmm. And so, again, when his production is, is really not aligning – with him being the face of the organization and him having to take the responsibility of being a quarterback, um, when that doesn't add up and you're basically you're throwing gas on the fire with some of these off the field issues, then it's not going to bode well. Um, I know, I know, I know Haskins. Um, I talked to him earlier. I reached out to him, and my words was just words of encouragement because I know that there are a number of platforms just like this, and obviously. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to roll, scroll through uh, Instagram, and I'm seeing some of the commentary. Um, Booger McFarlane, uh, Dominic uh, Foxworthy, these guys are, you know, chiming in on what has transpired. And so for me, as Jason said, it's unfortunate, but I think he's he's listening. Um, right. Yeah. No, Lake said he has. You feel like he's listening to you. No, I think I think now this is this is an eye opening for him. Okay, I think mm-hmm. obviously now this guy has been stripped of his job, and I think some people in the media, especially black figures, they're not doing him any service by sh- stripping him even more of his 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 dignity and really his job even further. Because now there's conversations of, of okay, uh, will he have another job? I don't but think is that, that she's a topic of discussion. But is this that guy their job?
0: To, to, because, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to think of if uh, some of these black media members were listening to you and I know some of the ones that you're referring to, they would <clears> probably come back at you and say, well, that's not that's not our job to do him any favors. That's on him. The position. I'm just saying what they potentially would say. I'm not saying I'm saying that I could hear them probably thinking that when you just said that.
3: Right. But in the climate that we're in now and obviously, like I said, you know, it's a, it's a luxury to, to I mean, it's a privilege to be to play in the league. But, you know, obviously to be a black quarterback, that doesn't that doesn't come very easy. Uh, Jason can attest to that. Mm-hmm. And so sure. obviously, like I said, you know, to obviously he's made mistakes. I think the best thing that he did is come out with a statement and say, yo, I'm responsible. I take full accountability of those actions. So now eyeballs are going to be on him moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. should he be allowed or given another chance? Absolutely. There's perfect examples of white quarterbacks that have probably done far worse or equivalent of what he's done. You think of Johnny Manziel, you think about the Ben Ross's burgers that have done things off the field and they still were had the opportunity, the Baker Mayfields that had the opportunity to again, extend their careers or what have you. So again, the guy made the mistakes. It's a maturation process. Again, we all go through this at through life. You have to live and you have to learn from it. And I think, him going forward, his actions are going to have to obviously prove otherwise. He has to understand now, he has to prioritize his football career, mm-hmm. his profession. And every. like I told him earlier, the things that, that, that he's been caught doing or whatever, that's going to that's gonna be there. The women, the clubs, all this stuff, the partying, that's going to be there. That's not going anywhere. When it's time to play football, you dedicate yourself, whatever, six to seven, to eight months of, of football, and you move forward.
0: One of the... Things that stand out to me with Dwayne is that he already came with people drawing strong uh, opinions for, of him, um, drawing strong uh, perceptions of, from him. Uh, I remember uh, in the draft process, um, you know, people were making comments about earrings in his ear during the combine during the draft interviews. And I was hearing from teams who had an issue with that. And that was a conversation that I was having, you know, with, you know, people around him or what have you. And, and 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 that's how I knew he wasn't going to certain organizations. Not just because of that, but because of other things that I was saying uh, that I was also hearing. Also, I you know people had talked about just the uh, observing him during the actual draft night, trying to make observations. Like as we've talked about from his body language and how he was looking, you know, when um, he was waiting for his turn, or just you know even certain things when you had talked about going back to college when he was making his announcement. So this is he has had people eyeing him for a while, you know, as far as trying to draw conclusions about him, what have you. And then, you know, to something that I don't think was his fault, I think he dealt with um, things during the Jay Gruden era that, you know, piled on the situation that certainly, you know, were not his fault um, in terms of the way that you would look for uh, coaching staff to deal with, even if, a, even if it's true, even if a player is struggling, there's a certain amount that I do put on a coaching staff, it's a coming upon them, you know, to, to coach you know, on and off the field with certain things. But obviously, you're a man, you're a player. You're expected to be a professional. I get that, too. Um, And then I think you move it forward to this year where, you know, there's been a lot of talk right now since he's been um, let go of the league as, as to, you know, was this a just move? Um, especially in the D.C. area where I come from, you know, is there a racial component to it? I know that conversation is out there. I'm not saying whether there is, whether mm-hmm. there isn't. I know that conversation is out there. And then you look at the timing of it. The one comment that I would make, and Lake, and you and I talked about this, is that I thought when he was initially benched and he went from first string to third string, that that was not, I thought that that was too much. I no, felt that like, that, I that thought that that was wrong. You know, you're starting quarterback. You don't typically go to third and active. Um, you know, and then and then you have to also include the domino effect from that, you know, psychologically and mentally. and But, you know, this latest stuff, obviously, getting caught with the picture. And I also get my pulse from, you know, talking from people in the locker room. And when I have guys, you know, telling me certain things about his study habits or what have you, that's when you know that it's true. Um, So that part, obviously, is disappointing. But then fast-forwarding this even more to Booger McFarlane's comments and some of the things that were out there, the only thing I would say about that is that I don't feel like And I respect Booger. I consider him a friend. Uh, But the one thing I would say with regards to that comment is I personally would not have applied that to all African-American players. I don't have a problem with players trying to build their brands. You have a lot of players that are doing that successfully that are African-American quarterbacks, whether they be Russell, whether they be Lamar, whether they be Patrick Mahomes or what have you. So I'm not going to apply that. And certainly Dwayne is, you know, there there are other athletes, you know, who, who need the message as well. That was just my only issue with, with that, and but I, yeah. I but I don't have a problem with Ron making the decision to make the release. I do think that he will have a fresher experience away from the Washington Football Team, and I actually would like to see him end up with um, Mike Tomlin or, or, or a situation like that. Jason, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I agree. You know, the fact that he got let go uh, this early, at first first thing that came to my mind was, dang, maybe go to Sean McVay." You know, you know, just Jared Golf breaking his thumb you don't really know how long he's out and they're, mm-hmm. they're starting a quarterback for the first time uh, this week with the playoffs on the line. But then, you know, you mm-hmm. think deep, you know, this may be a time just for him to do some soul searching and uh, mm-hmm. like, does he have arm talent? Yes, he has arm talent. Otherwise he wouldn't get drafted as high as he was. Now, ITO says sometimes things happen, for, happen to you in life to get your attention and make you make a turnaround. But I have a feeling that if he does get another opportunity, it'll be the same situation like Antonio Brown where he got the next opportunity. You see how he's doing now. Like, he's he's just standing in his position. He's not trying and to Des. get, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not trying to get, and Des. All right, mm-hmm. so these guys, they really understand that, like, dang, man, like, getting this out an opportunity, like, what a privilege it is to play in the NFL, what a privilege it is to play on Sundays, like, to feed your family, to get all these, you know, accolades and different things. Like, you can't take it for granted. And I think, you know, him having such a big year at Ohio State hmm. and then, uh, you know, leaving there, He, he think about it, he only started one year at Ohio State. And it was a, a a big run, you know, and, and so he was up for Heisman. So, you know, the kid really had not faced any adversity until he got to the NFL and was playing for Washington. And all of a sudden he's dealing with losing. He's dealing with, man, people coming down on him as a quarterback, you know. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to reach out to guys in that corner. Like I reached out and tried to test him, but I didn't get anything back. I said, okay, you know, he's just young right now. Maybe he'll respond later. But at the right. same time, like – he has got to find out how to deal with adversity. It feels like when adversity hit him, it hit him hard. And the fact that he's from the D.C. area, he's dealing with it, hearing it from family members, and they're getting it from people from the outside, which is putting pressure on him. So maybe him changing atmospheres and being in a different city may do him some, do him better.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really where well, you can talk about whether you feel like he has the coping skills when he's dealing with failure, adversity, rejection, isolation from the team, teammates not necessarily, uh, you know, jiving when certain things are going on, whether when they're kind of observing if they feel like you're putting everything into it or not. One thing I wanted to clean up real quick, Tio, you know, that a comment that you made. Do you feel like the, do you feel like um, drawing in the name of Baker Mayfield is fair because i know that you mentioned his name earlier and i wanted to give you a you know opportunity to talk about that a little bit more because i know baker has had his things off the field in Cleveland i don't know that anyone has questioned his study habits or his uh you know when it comes to football so i wanted to ask you if you thought that that was a, a fair uh, analogy
3: well i think it's not all-encompassing but again <laughs> like i said if you're going to judge somebody based on their actions then again baker may feel he like I said i feel like I was justified in that comment because, again, he's had some off the field issues. Mm-hmm. He's had some issues while he's played with uh, since it. he's been there with the Cleveland Browns. And if you think about this situation with Dwayne, this is not the worst that has ever happened to a player. Then on top of that, he's black. He's mm-hmm. black at that. So again, you talk about you know him like the the, the criticism, everybody nitpicking about how he interviewed or what he came into the interview room with, with earrings, this and the other. That's not the first time somebody has ever done that. That doesn't make that. That's, that's basically trying to nitpick and take away his value uh, of where he possibly could have been drafted. And obviously he, he got drafted high.
0: Well here's the thing, and real quick, I know Lake that we you need to um, guys yeah, that you gotta Lake wrap up. But that. I think we would Lake, be can, jump in. I know, I know, it's I like, think jump, I know we got oh we doubled oh we doubled that shit. Yeah, yeah, la, 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 la. Let, but Lake, I think let, we would Lake be yes, I think we would be remiss not to talk about, you know, whether we feel like there is a racial component or not. You have a black quarterback a part of this panel, Lake. I know people have been trying to kind of egg you into that conversation locally there. <laughs> go, I mean, go ahead, talk about what's happening, you know, in DC with the conversation there.
1: I mean, it's, it's tough because I've gotten so many DMs, like personal DMs from, you know, from from the, from my black fans. And they're like, man, you can't do this to this guy. And I'm like, listen, I'm not dogging them or anything, but, but you got to call things how they are. And I know from being in there, and, and I can say this, I don't think race had him released. I, I mean, I, I truly feel like that. And I'm saying that as a proud black man. There's no way race had him released because let's be honest here. The head coach of this team is a minority. Mm-hmm. The head mm-hmm. coach of this team's success in the league came with what? The Cam Rony Newton, a black quarterback. Um, and also, I by mean, this the organization Rony just hired the first minority senior VP. I mean, they're trying to make changes too going forward. So I don't think that was the case, but I will say this excuse me, a fairness to uh, T.O. and Jason we're going to find out if race plays an issue now with him coming back into the league. That's where I think race may come up now. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, That's where I don't like the commentary from guys like Booger McFarlane, because those, those comments, it holds weight because those decision makers are listening to these guys and those guys are white. They're in a position to obviously bring this guy onto uh, into their organization. And that's where, like I said, he's already been stripped of his job, you know what I mean, by the right. Washington football team. So it's going to be extra hard when you have to listen to black, us black people talk about our own, which is like I said, those white, those white owners, people in those decision-making roles, they're listening to them and it's going to sure. make, it's going to be, make it hard.
0: And yeah, yeah, he, like definitely team- needs a, he definitely yeah, needs ahead. another
2: chance though. You know, like Tio and Lake was saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Yes, we're gonna speak the facts, but at the same time, you can't beat down a guy so much that he can't get himself back up because you know there's some quarterbacks in the league now that that shouldn't even be in there, you know, even oh, as facts. back, even <laughs> as backups, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, how is the dude still in the league? Like every time he gets a chance, yeah, every time he gets a chance to play, I'm like, he doesn't even he stinks it up. I like, but he keeps signing these three year fifteen million dollar backup deals, getting five million dollars backup, seven million dollars backup. I'm just like that's, like, that's a black quarterback, man. Like, they want to give us a lead minimum as much as possible. Look at Cam, even though you know, he's comment you about that, Cam yeah. only had a million dollar signing. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no offense, but look at Chase Daniels up in Detroit. He only started three games, probably made like 45 million. So tell you, prepared, I think he didn't even play that tell- much. Well, See,
0: and people in New thing. England would come back and say now, you know, they would look at the performance of Cam and, and and for some of those fans, they would probably feel like that's justified. Although I know Richard Sherman had a very strong comment about it when he initially got signed saying, it, you know, this is ridiculous <clears> that <throat> him or someone like Jameis Winston, they would have to take these deals that are so, you know, low that it's not, you know, commensurate with at least the potential right. that we know that they have.
2: Matt Shaw getting $4 million a year. Are you
1: kidding
3: me? Man, hey, look,
1: that goes my, on in the right. media too. Don't it's not just y'all as the athletes that goes
0: on with us in the media. So, <laughs> oh, man, heck, but don't don't let me get started on my own situation. But see, I wanted to come back to you because you made real quick a comment about uh, Booger McFarlane, and you're saying that the the comments have weight. But I wanted to say this. You know, one, it, it, it is just it is one comment on one show, and two, you know, how do you feel about him being able to at least possess his opinion as a man? And then lastly, three, does it really have that much? weight when we know that even though the decision owners are all white um, as far as you know picking guys when it comes to the owners I should say obviously there's GMs that are um, you know we're trying to get some more uh, people of color in those roles but um, but it's not as if they're not um, familiar with guys that have had trouble and giving guys second and third chances I mean look at Seattle you know trying to get Josh Gordon back in the league look at Baltimore obviously we talked about Des Bryant you know uh, obviously we've also talked about Antonio? Thank you, A. Tony, B. in Tampa. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay. but I mean, even with that, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle yeah. for those guys to get back in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, my thing is, it's not so much of who when you talk about Booger or but you look at look at the network that he's on. He's on ESPN. That's watched and heard by millions and millions of people. Mm -hmm, So that's why I say it holds weight. Um, But again, to to clear my thing about Baker Mayfield, I'm not hating on Baker Mayfield by any means. I was just speaking on the fact that I look at the situations and and, and actions and transgressions that he's had, and he's been given another opportunity to play. Just the same as when Johnny Manziel was in the league. He was given opportunity after opportunity until he squandered it down the drain. So again, this is, from my understanding, Dwayne Haskins is not a bad kid I didn't hear any bad things when he was at Ohio State um, I was able to talk to this guy over the summer I ran a couple of routes with the guy um, I just you know gave him some tips on what I saw just from afar when he, as far as his practice happens when he's out there you know throwing routes with the guys just don't go through the motions when you're out there throwing routes bro take your drops as if you're like you're in a game try to visualize you know the defense out there throwing you know Ball placement, accuracy, things of that nature. I'm sure Jason can attest to you. You just don't go out there, especially a guy's second year in the league, based on where he was drafted. Like, yo, you have something to prove because you got to live up to that money that they paid you.
0: Right, but I just want to clarify when I'm talking about holds weight, I'm not talking about in the sense that he's talking to a big audience. I'm talking about holds weight, and that do you actually think that when it comes down to making a decision, that it will impede the decision of a of a, of a decision maker? Like when it really, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That That's what I'm talking about. I yeah. just wanted to be clear yeah. with that real quick. I,
3: I mean, I, I think, it, I think it can. I mean, mm. given that's it, that's his opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the times that we're in, it's already hard being black in America. We don't need black. And that's why people would say to Duane, so to, knowing to, that,
0: knowing that, you know, and just, right. just to inject some, you know, some, you know, balance in the conversation knowing that it is hard knowing that it is a struggle that's why people would say it's even more incumbent upon Dwayne to be on his P's and Q's as a result and because he was not then you have to allow people to at least when it's happening to make that observation you know I'm just trying to say what other people would say just so we have some balance in the conversation that's all
3: absolutely but Mm -hmm. you have to fight you have to factor in this is a young kid he's it's immaturity immaturity has played a part in it again I'm not. Sure. Condoning Look at Kyler Murray, though.
0: Look at Kyler Murray. You know there are younger I quarterbacks get, taking care. I the business. get it, yeah. but
3: everybody is not as mature as a Kyler Murray. Everybody right. doesn't. Everybody doesn't get it right away. It's a much. It's a maturation process. And I'm like I said, I'm not condoning, or justifying what he's done because again, I told him like you got to you got to shoot a guy straight. I I, I told him, like, bro, you made a mistake. You have to be responsible and take accountability for your actions.
0: And Lake, yeah. I get you out on this comment. Do you feel like Ron Rivera was the right coach? You know, for Dwayne in this situation, obviously his second head coach, um, you know, as far as inclining his ear, and I'm not necessarily just talking about from a football standpoint, I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you know, from inclining, you know, the ear of somebody, you know, with uh, Dwayne's background.
1: I-, I think he was, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I know some people are ripping Ron Rivera right now, but uh, again, you know they 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 made Dwayne a, a a captain before the season started and that shocked me i was like there's no way this guy's a captain and i and that's not throwing shade that's just from what we saw from last year him still learning the position him still being young and you knew he was immature just 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 because of his age let alone his lack of experience I was surprised they did that. But right, see, but that you said that shows, they did that
0: because Ron was trying to thrust upon yeah, him accountability. Yeah, he was trying
1: to show him mm-hmm. the responsibility of what his what what they needed him to be for this team right, right. as a quarterback what, position. Quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So they made him a captain, and and that was probably wrong. I mean, in hindsight, we we all all four of us here know he was not a captain, but they made him a captain, and for them to strip that from him, I don't think I've ever seen that in the NFL ever in all my years right. of covering it someone have their captaincy stripped from them. That was that was bizarre at best. And um Jocena, mm-hmm. I agree with you. You know, earlier in the year when they demoted him to third string, I, I I was very outspoken about that. I didn't like that either. But you have a chance. You know, ultimately all the mistakes that are made, you have to look at yourself. You know, well, we, we can't just know gloss over that because it's hard
0: to recall. I mean, mentally, you you came in as a first-rounder. They put you at third hey, string, and then you got to you, – I mean, so there is weight, just like T.O. You know, you've been talking it, about weight. It, it's, it's the, there is weight to the, having them stand on the sideline as a first-rounder and be in that third spot. That's hey, embarrassing. Listen. You're young. You know, that is that is difficult. So let's not gloss it over that. It comes with the
1: position it's, of quarterback. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, terrible. I'm sorry. But it doesn't it's
0: happen not. to a lot of quarterbacks that go from one to three. One to three. Well, so I'm just but, saying, but, you know, let's not but, gloss but, over that is, on his behalf either. You know what I mean?
1: I agree with you, but this mm-hmm. is the thing that's going against the Wayne right now. Mm-hmm. There's sixteen other black quarterbacks in the league right now mm-hmm. that are playing at a super high level. Um, you, you know, you have three or four
3: that are top four or five quarterbacks well, in all of football. Dude, so I, I told him the exact same <laughs> thing earlier. Uh, no <laughs> If he wants to put his name in the conversation with these guys, then he's gonna have to get out there and produce based on where he was drafted. And so again, the route that he's taken thus far, like I said, he's on he's on a whole nother road.
1: But this isn't like when Jason was quarterbacking here (laughs) and there may have been two or three other quarterbacks in the league, black quarterbacks. I mean, the game is going towards us right now. And whether he's a pocket quarterback or mobile, that's irrelevant. The bottom line is. In the next, you know, three, four years, you might have 20 plus starting black quarterbacks in the NFL. Realistically, we are going right, to I'm have there. that. And even the white quarterbacks are, you know, kind of emulating our games a little bit. I mean, they're right. more mobile now. So,
0: But Jason, let me Duane, ask you, you this. Can't, you
1: can't use this right now for Dwayne. You can't.
0: And then, Jason, I'll let you have the last comment here, at least on this topic. And then I know, uh, Jason, you got to go. Lake, you want to go. And then, Tia, if you can just stick around one. uh, I just want to ask you about Cam Newton when I release them or when you guys tap out. But, Jason, I want to ask you this on your last comment. Do you feel as though or do you feel as if Dwayne was set up for success or failure given the background of the organization, Top to bottom structure, you know, because there's other issues with other personnel in that organization as well. And then knowing how things also transpired with Robert Griffin, Mike Shanahan, all those other things, you know, that's part of the the lineage of him coming in here. So do you feel like in coming to his hometown, this specific organization, the coaching staffs that he's dealt with, top to bottom structure, all of the issues, do you feel like Dwayne was set up for success or failure?
2: No, I don't. I don't think he was set up for success, uh, not the first year, especially because, you know, Coach Gruden was there, and all of a sudden, you know, the guy gets fired halfway in the season, and the next day, you know, he uh, got a different offense coordinator, a quarterback coach and moves offense coordinator, and Kevin O'Connell, and then all of a sudden, he's calling plays, and he's getting to know Haskins and uh, and everything. So, in the team was already in disarray when he got in there and took the job. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then from that standpoint on, you know, they – bringing a new offensive coordinator this year, Scott Turner. I know he's Norris' son, but this is his first year as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And that takes time to learn to learn guys and learn how to call plays in game-like situations. Everybody can sit here and say, <laughs> oh, we should call this play. We should call that play. But when you're up there, you have to call plays. When you're calling something in the first quarter to set something up in the third and fourth quarter, that is a musician. You have to be a musician as an offensive coordinator. So I feel like it was going to take Scott – a couple of games as well to get games on his belt. Mm. While Dwayne was still trying to learn the position and learn how to play in Washington, that's why I was shocked when they benched him so quick the first time. Mm. And then when they put him at third screen, I was just like, "Hey, yo oh, what's going on?" Like you and don't go why from you first can't to erase, third, and
0: that's why you can't and, erase that. And you also can't erase the effects of everything you were just saying in the first year, where then now you're feeling that people are not feeling you. Part of which you're contributing to, but that's also a psychological thing and. I, I mean, I, I just you know, I just I don't want to wipe away some of the. I know that they're hard to deal with as well. That, but but right. but he right. also has to be a professional.
2: You know, it's more than just a quarterback position. But when you're in D.C., you're the second most popular person outside the president. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Even now, you we might have been number right. one. <laughs> right. Even <when> we went <laughs> a six-game streak. My my year, I was there in 08. We Start off 0-1, and, and then also we won like six in a row, and we was, you know, sitting there like six and one, seven and one, get ready to play Steelers on a Monday night, and. You know, it just, it's always something. But then the next year, here comes change again. He's just like, dang, hey, we changing again? Like, we got something going, but we changing again. It's just always a revolving door because there's no continuity and there's, like, no foundation. I think yeah. Ron is trying to find a foundation. I think what he's doing is he used the Wayne as an example to a lot of guys. Say, hey, Thank you ought to watch this. I'm going to get Dwayne out of here to get some mm-hmm. of you other guys' attention Because I'm trying to show you what kind of foundation I'm trying to build here. So if you don't get your act right, you're next. I think that has something to do with
0: it. Absolutely. That's a great comment. I personally would like to have a a sit-down conversation with uh, Robert... Uh, with Dwayne, with Kwame Brown from the Wizards in 2001, and maybe John Wall, and just have them all just kind of chime in on their experiences being the top athlete in the D.C. area. But Jason Campbell, I know hard. you got to get out of, <laughs> out of hard, Hard times, you know, d- different strokes, right? So in Lake Lewis, I know you guys have to get on to another show. T, just stick around real quick. I just yeah. want to ask you your opinion on Cam. And I appreciate you joining Undefined with Jocena Anderson. Y'all tap out real quick, and I hope y'all uh, come back real soon, okay?
2: All right. Appreciate it. All right. Tyler, uh, all yeah,
3: good good seeing You guys, Lake and uh Jason. All right, take care, man. <laughs> don't kill it, don't kill it, TO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right. All right, so
0: T, it should be just me and you right now. We're gonna talk about Cam Newton real quick. I'll get you out on the Cam Newton topic. Obviously, uh, our, you know, much to I'm sure Cam Newton's dismay, uh, he did not quarterback a team that uh, went to the playoffs. In the Patriots started off, you know, you know, pretty strong, uh, but some things got caught up with him. Whether it's the offensive scheme, whether it's you know the you know just not really fully healed from the injuries, whatever people want to say. Um, how do you feel about Cam's performance uh, in New England and how people are regarding? his performance in new england
3: well i think cam number one he'll be the first to to say or tell you that you know he didn't play up to cam Newton's standards um i don't know if he was fully uh healthy or not i mean only he can can answer that um but there's a lot of expectations obviously playing for the new england patriots who's had a guy in tom brady that has played there for 20 years um tom brady those two guys are two different quarterbacks and i'm sure Cam is going to put himself uh, and 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 say that and, and have confidence in himself to say, okay, I may not be Tom may, may not be as great as Tom Brady if you know uh, or in the breath uh, that some people may I guess view um, those two, but I'm sure he has a lot of confidence in himself to say, okay, I can ju- I can play just as well if not better. Uh, but when you think about his situation and the weapons that he had. Um, again, he wasn't able to, to pull off what Tom Brady was able to do, That's
0: true.
1: not
3: having, you know, some, sample. some of those mm-hmm. dynamic weapons on the outside and having a running game. Um, and again, you saw flashes of the running game, um, with, uh, Damien Harris, you know, product out of Alabama. I saw him play hard. You think about Julian Edelman, uh, a veteran, um, there in the slot, a uh, veteran receiver. Um, But only Julian can only do so much. And so when you think about, you know, the weapons and what he was able to play with throughout the course of the season, it didn't bode well uh, for Cam, who was obviously, like I said, looking at this season as somewhat of a, you know, redemption type of year and basically a, a season to where he can throw it in a lot of the naysayers face. Um, but now, like I said, the pie, it seems like it's in his face because of, you know, like I said, everybody's going to look at his overall p- performance. They're going to look at now, OK, how many years that the, uh, this it has been since the, the New England Patriots didn't make the playoffs. That's a lot, you know, that he's going to have to take on. Mentally, and again, yeah. he's looked at, you know, just like Dwayne Haskins. He's the quarterback. And again, this year, he was the face of that franchise. It wasn't so much a Tom Brady anymore. Um, Now, again, he has to go out and play like the MVP that we all know uh, Cam can play and and level of play he could play at. and That didn't happen this year. So um, but I have the utmost uh, confidence in Cam and what he's capable of doing you give the guy you know something to work with as far as weapons uh as, as, as receivers you know on the outside to, to allow him to do what he does best
0: well obviously when cam is healthy you know i think that is the 2015 season that he went to this to the super bowl you know that is the cam that we all you know want to see that vintage cam i think when he knows that right. he um you know has the weapons i think when he knows he's fully healthy when he's playing the way he wants to that then comes through and how he plays how he looks and his confidence and i'm mm. not sure i'm very very surprised, obviously not. You know, not surprised from the level of uh, weapons that are there, not there. Um, but he, I don't know. It's like his joy. He's not playing with the same joy. You know, he's not. It, you know, you can see it in his face. Um, I guess my question to you, though, because I, I am. You know pleased to see offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels you know continue to try to give him a vote of confidence in public in terms of saying he's seeing everything that he wants to see from cam you know behind the scenes which Mm -hmm. um you know Josh doesn't have to say that so you take note of the fact that he is saying that and they've been continuing to keep him you know as starter we'll see what you know happens with these weekend's games but the one thing that I feel like if I am critical on cam and it's something that I've said on national television before is, is just the body language for me, you know, so that when the team is not doing well and you know, they're behind or what have you um, I just wish, and and that's my opinion. It's just, you know, an observation. I just wish that I saw him staying more uplifted in his facial expressions and his body language, you know, throughout the adversity in the game. I don't know if- well, I mean,
3: if you think about it, you go back to Tom Brady. There are times where his body language wasn't so great when they were behind as well. But he's fired so up. No, but I get that. But yeah, fired, you get Cam you right. But if you get Cam to do that now, you're like, oh, he's an angry black quarterback. He's an angry black man. Well, I'm not um, talking
0: about yell on the sidelines and uh teammates face, and because that's different when Tom Brady's going off. And I know you know other players have made comments about that, where they feel like it's fair that they get called out for it, namely OBJ and things like that. And then Tom Brady, right. I feel like that's a different conversation. I'm talking about in terms of when you are down and things are not going well, or even at the quarterback position when you're not playing well from the quarterback position. And how it's well, out what you're exuding, you know, with your body language, you know, from a performance standpoint, not, you know, getting in your teammates, stand, you know, faces standpoint. No, I, I mean, I
3: think, you know, we're all human. And I think, you know, losing takes a toll on you, you know what I mean? And I was like, I said, he had great expectations. Uh, I think he has high standards for himself. And when you go out and you're not playing to that level, um, there's only so much you can do. So at some point, yeah, he's human. Russell
0: Wilson? So when if Russell if the if the Seahawks are behind when has
3: when it when has Russell Wilson really been losing? You know I, what I mean? Say,
0: okay, but even if they were down, the Seahawks were down thirty. Do you feel like you would see a difference in Cam Newton's body language compared to? No,
3: I I, I get that, and that's what I was alluding that's to. I was saying okay. you look at. The, um, uh early in the season. Tom Brady, he was on the sideline. They were losing and he was he was down on he got both elbows on his knees. Like he and, wasn't and,
0: and you're right. And I and his I'm not body length language... Tom Brady's been perfect. And and I, right. I mean, no other quarterback has been down. But what I Everybody think, reacts. I tend to notice it maybe because I'm looking for it, and because I I you know I want him to be more up because I you no, know, no, I, I get got, it you know, you know what I'm saying so no
3: I get it trust yeah, me I get yeah. it there are times like I said you're gonna have it there's gonna be moments like I said sometimes it just takes a toll on you um, only Cam can answer that again like yeah yeah you want to bounce back you want to show that leadership you want to rally the troops because again you're the quarterback sometimes in him being. Who he is, like I said that team is only going to go as far as, as, as he's go as as he he goes. And like, I don't gonna, mind they,
0: angry, you know, because like <laughs> no, 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 talk, yeah. I know you're a basketball guy, because I know you talk about. <clears throat> there's times when Kobe, Jordan, they, they yeah. get in people's faces. I don't mind that. I mean, I, I'm talking about as a former athlete, coach, you, right. can, you can talk to me however you want. But what but what I don't want to see is de- what at times might look like dis- like you're despondent. You know what I'm saying? No, I, or or i you know
3: what, like what I'm talking about. Right. I mean, I think Jay they they said the same thing about Jay Cutler. Um, they they talked oh, about his body okay, language. Yeah, they well. about Jay. Oh yeah, I mean for sure
0: that applies. Right, right. right. But I, I don't think totally yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, but I think with with Cam like I said, I think he had so uh, such such high expectations going into this year and like I said to kind of be having an up and down ebb and flow type of season. Disappointing. I think it kind of
0: disappointing. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah, I think it, and I think that's what you see more so than anything. It's uh, it's not. I, I mean, like I said, I don't really read in the body body language. I like to I, I like to go by actions because sometimes you can have bad body language, and then you know when that next series roll around, okay, you kind of you know collect yourself. I'm like okay, let's go. You rally the shooting. Like all right, let's go, guys. Of course, but and, yeah, then, and, 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 and
0: let's be clear. There are times when you know his body language is looked down, and and I'm sure he's performed or what have you. I, I'm just right. I'm just talking about you know by and large. You know, whether it's your pep to the line of scrimmage, you know, having, you know, a little bit of energy, you know, coming out of the right. break and, and all of those things that that's what I'm talking about. And I, and I know I've watched him for years and years and years and years. And that's just right. something that, that that I have said. But, you know, certainly, you know, with the energy, the fire that you had with the Panthers letting you go, feeling like they don't treat you right. Look, I know what it me- feels like, you know, when you feel like an organization is not treating you right or you're not getting, you know, something that's commensurate. Right. So, so please make sure that you understand that I am understand you know but all, you know all the more reason why all of that energy has to permeate out of you you know with every ounce because I mean maybe that's just me you know because you know when I'm down I still like you know I still want to ooze that to everybody at, you know at every yeah yeah
3: absolutely being, being the quarterback and like I said being the face of the organization like I said you know these other guys these younger guys again they're going to feed off they're going to feed off the energy of your of your sort of like your alpha male or your, 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 your guy. And I think Cam is that guy. And so, I mean, from what I've heard, obviously, like I said, the energy has been great. And I'm sure on the sideline, yeah, you may see a few clips here and there where again, he may seem dejected body language is not on par what have you. Um, But again, like I said, it can, I guess the wear and tear and just the mental uh, anguish that uh, of the season that he's gone through, Uh, probably has taken a toll on them
0: and just the weight weight of being (laughs) an organization that long and having to deal with that let me let me again say i understand i'm right 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 from 10 years and i get that weight and you have to overcome that you know mentally and then when things don't go well then you have to you know not have that compound and i get i I get all of that you know and i think Honestly,
3: I think there were a couple of games that I watched. I didn't watch a whole lot, but I would see clips or I would see highlights where, you know, they would be on the verge of kind of like turning their season around to where it could like you win a game here, you win the next game, and then they're at 500 or you could be, you know, turning around to a winning season. And then he made some cru- crucial turnovers, you know, with him carrying the ball, being that he's a running quarterback. I saw that and I'm like, yo, he as a quarterback, you he can't do that. He, he of all people know – he has to take care of the ball. And these were these were plays that where he was going into making, you know, extra yards, going into score, and then he's stripped of the ball. And so I think A lot of that probably has taken a took a toll on him throughout the course of the season because I think he was pressing he was trying to make some things happen. Well,
0: here's the thing, you know, I want I I, I personally want to know from Cam how much he feels like uh, any injury or anything that's ailing him is bothering him because that would play into my assessment of how things should go for him next year, where he should be, you know, uh, you know. Or, or what have you because I'm trying to think to myself do I feel like he should stay in New England do I do I feel like you know how would they receive him if he stayed in New England next season I you know I do feel like it would be great and 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 let me also clear about this I thought that he should go there because I thought being with Josh McDaniels and being in that organization given some of the things that I feel like you know that I've noticed that we were talking about I thought New England would help that you see what I'm saying even more so um I I and I don't know how it would play because you know we know the history of Bel- Belichick being, you know, kind of brutal with his personnel decisions at the end of the year. So, yeah. I don't know, do you? <laughs> well,
3: yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be surprised if, 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 if he was released or he's not brought back. Um, like you said, based on how brutal and how the organization has been and how Bill Belichick, you know, I'm sure he says all the right things throughout the course of the, of the season That's and then the, of the season. I
0: mean, a quarterback that has been Superman, I mean, just uh, trust I mean, me. can you imagine if if, if that is the, the breaking news headline, you know, after week 17, that, you know, it's the same thing with the Dwayne Haskins. I mean, somebody who went to the Super Bowl just five seasons before, whatever it was. So mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out and whether he feels like he has the health to be the uh, dual quarterback that we know that he can be so like he can be like a Jalen Hurts and if there is some personnel missing you know on your offense that you can disinfect that with your mobility you know what I'm saying
3: Category, so where yeah. should he
0: be next year
3: I mean I'm I mean I I mean I don't know where mm. should he be I mean mm, I mean there's a number of teams like I said that they're that are struggling at quarterback. You look at Jacksonville; um, they don't really have a quarterback uh, mainstay. They got the
0: number one pick. They're gonna be picking t- Trevor Lawrence.
3: Okay. Um, oh well. Who else is out there um, that maybe the quarterback? <laughs> Rams. I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, hey, he definitely, he definitely got some weapons over there. Chicago. Um, like said, maybe you know. I don't think they're gonna go. On. I don't think they're gonna stray away What's from kind of Jared Goff. I don't think they're going to stray away from Jared Goff by any means. Like I said, you know, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. But I think if you put, uh, you know, surround him, uh, a capable quarterback and a player and person of his status uh, and his caliber, you surround this guy with players. Who is that?
0: Denver Broncos.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Denver Broncos. I mean, that's, that's a place where, again, they got, Jerry, they got Jerry Judy over there, a uh, capable quarterback uh, receiver. Uh, they can make plays, tight end. Um, like I said, you know, again, there's a number of places, a number of homes and places where, you know, Cam can be Cam. Um, like I said, is it there, um, you know, in New England? Like I said, that remains to be seen.
0: Well, if he doesn't come back uh, to New England, then uh, certainly they're going to have to address the quarterback position even more with regards to who is there in their current depth. But this has been a very uh, interesting conversation, as always. We got the TO with the hat to the back, you know, persona on. We also uh, we didn't get too much of the, you know, I just do maintenance for my twelve pack, but I can still have Waffle House, you know. This is regular my DNA, you know. So I'm glad that you covered up, you know, your core, and we. We don't got to see all of
3: that going on. Yeah, this is, I just look like this. I just told you, it's not, you know, it's not rocket science, you know what I mean? I'm just ah. trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you know oh. what I mean? Mm. Um, you know I mean? She's trying to preserve, you know, preserve my sexiness for 2021, <laughs> you know? I mean?
0: Excuse it's me. A, 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 it's question.
3: around the corner, you know what I mean?
0: Oh. Mm. Yeah. So um on that on that note, so I don't have to be choking on this salad that I had started before I brought y'all into my studio. We are not talking about preserving your sexy. Um yeah, that that is Instagram material, oh, that yeah. is clubhouse material, that is that is not undefined with Josie. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah. It's, it's all encompassing. Hey, and if you need, you know, just going into the new year, you oh, know, I God. wish, I wish, you know, I'm a drop, you know, I, I, it's a shameless plug. I just uh, started my wine, uh, just launched my line just the other day. Um, if you like, if you like wine, I'm starting out with a, uh, with a cab as uh, a cab blend uh, cabernet, 95% uh, Syrah. So all your listeners, anybody that's a fan of me, uh, support your boy, go to eighty one vino.com and uh you know check it out oh my gosh mm. you know what i mean i know you you, you look I like a like woman that with nice taste you know what i mean that like it likes a nice Looks meal like
0: a woman with nice taste and yeah, man, I'm just, a woman with all the taste
3: <laughs> yeah well that 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 and all um yeah i'm sure you 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 make nice meals or you get taken out on nice meals um mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, you know, you know, it's nothing like a little, little nice bottle of, uh, you know, 81, you know, sitting mm-hmm. on your table.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. since you got all that plugs in for the new year's 81vino.com for 2021, you know, having a little smooth nightcap with uh, T.O. and your boy, if you want to holler at him about his wine, jump in a clubhouse, jump on IG, jump on his, yep. you know, get your popcorn, you know, podcast, all that other stuff. Yeah, get
3: your popcorn ready podcast with. T.O. and Hatch,
0: yes. Oh, oh, gosh. Well, I appreciate it, T.O. As always, all the uh, eclectic personality to the studio on my show. And you have yourself a wonderful evening, okay?
3: Absolutely. I hope you had a ha- happy Christmas and wishing you a Merry New Year.
0: Yes, I got the same thing you gave me last year and a year before and a year before and a year before and a year before, which was
3: Happy Christmas and my Merry name. New Year. <laughs> I'm going you know what? I'm gonna, I'm a, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you a bottle. Oh,
0: you gonna oh, send me some wine now, okay? Yeah, yeah,
3: I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put you on my I, wine gift list. a gift
0: four wheels, you know, in a bow on, on the hood, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, just, yeah, I just, I just, I just got. Throw. <laughs> I just got a new one of those myself. You know Oh, what I, I, mean, I, I did, did I
0: did see that. Oh, my God, that picture. I'm going to have to throw that up on this video, which you oh, wrapped man. up in a, 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 a snuggy, you know, bear. That was my
3: costume. reindeer. That was my reindeer outfit. You know, I, was, I was Rudolph. I was Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, right. if you need a nice ride and you're in the uh, Florida area, definitely go check out Coconut Creek Auto Mall. They got the nice GB80, oh, 370. One for,
0: for, for, for free? They got one for free? You got the oh,
3: Yeah, test drive. Yeah, you can test drive it for free, okay. for sure. Yeah, you can test drive it for free, yeah. And then, yeah, if you, you make that purchase, yeah, just tell them T.O. You, oh, send okay. you there. They can all, they can all, I'm oh, okay. trusting They can use yeah, the Yeah, that's, business. that's my first call business. of
0: the pandemic. Okay, all right. Tell them to look you up your girl. Matter of fact, we could do a commercial together, okay? And, and that'll Absolutely. be a And then we could both get a ride. How about that?
3: That sounds, sounds good to me. That sounds sounds good. good to me.
0: All right, I'm going to yeah. let you go. Goodbye.
3: All right, take care.
0: Take care of your preacher curls.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right.